Welcome to a brand new episode of We Might Be Overthinking This, but the podcast where we dissect this week's headlines and we're going to give you our in-depth and unsolicited opinions. I'm your host, Dara Rahim. And I'm your other host, Aliyah Rahim. We've got an amazing lineup for you today. It's stacked. Back to back, all killer, no filler. A lot of existence of cancel culture, so maybe we'll get into that. We're always just... It's always rearing its ugly head. I know. We're attracted to it. But one thing that isn't getting canceled, throuples. Oh my God. Thank God. Okay. This is a really crazy story. Yeah. Do you want to kind of break it down a little bit? Sure. Um, Rita Ora. One of my close friends, Tessa Thompson. Um, Yes, we are friends. Mm -hmm. Um, She famously complimented my outfit. You run in the same social circles. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. You're a friend of Blood Orange. You famously Mm -hmm. worked with them. Sure. Be closely. <laughs> um, and so, um, yeah, you ran into Tessa. I ran into Tessa. We got on from the off. Yeah. There was. T. Th- that's what I call her. Yeah. Tea. There definitely was some sexual attention, but I kept it professional. Don't worry. Thank God. Don't worry. Um, she's clearly moved on. Mm-hmm. Um, she was. Seen. She didn't let you know. She didn't let me know. But it's okay. It's okay. I understand. She's it's, moved way on. You know, it was a pandemic. Like she just got to get back yeah. out there. She was seen on a balcony with Rita Ora, um, famous ish. <laughs> no, just kidding. She's famous. Yeah. Uh, British pop star. But it is slash actress, very random. Yeah, who knew that they were friends? But it seems like they are friends because Rita Ora is currently dating. Please let me know how to pronounce his name. T. I feel bad. Takika. Takika. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's actually a director, uh-huh. but he's also in like a bunch of the Avengers films. He is the director of Jojo Rabbit. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And starred in Jojo Rabbit. I did not know he was in yeah. the Avengers films. Yeah, yeah, he's in the Avengers films, too. Oh, gosh. Too. And I think he might have directed one of those. Oh, or wrote Lord. one of them. Oh. Whatever. He's, he's, he's certainly probably more successful than both of them behind the scenes. Yeah. But they're definitely both more famous than him, like, in front of the camera. Right. Tessa is probably the more famous one. Definitely. Okay, yes. so these three crazy kids... Um, we're seeing making out all three of them mm-hmm. you know first rita kisses uh t yeah first rita kisses taika 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 i think it's taika uh first rita kisses taika then uh taika kisses tessa then Rita and Tessa are kissing, and by that point, my mind is blown. Yeah. I'm like freaking actual, out. Like video footage of this, full on. Yeah, and it's it's like clearly early in the morning. They've got mimosas, and it's just obvious it has been an all night rager. Mm-hmm. Like they have just like they're on drugs allegedly <laughs> um but they're having a good old time as they should be. yeah we should all just be touching each other yeah it was know? Cu- I, it was cute it was just vaccine. like little kisses everyone kisses. was just like enjoying each other's company and the plot thickens like, even more yeah. because what was cut out of most of the photos was a very distinct male leg yeah and then in the in the photos where it wasn't cut out you could see 
um, a, a, a guy, figure. a male, he's chilling off to the side. Yeah, he's kind of he's definitely with them, but he's not of the thruple. No, but he's watching. But he's watching. He's got a mimosa he's in his hand. It. Everyone's having. Everyone's got smiles. Everyone's having a good old time. Yeah. And then there's other pictures of Tessa with that guy with that down un- on like the street. Yeah, that unnamed guy. Yeah, and they're kissing. He's not famous. They're kissing. And yes. they're like hugged up and she's got her arms wrapped around his shoulder. Right. And they're kissing. So that's great. So they like each other. Yeah. And apparently the studio executives at Marvel were right. pissed about this. Well, you actually thought that maybe it was actually all like they were just doing it for Some attention. Promo and they were doing it because Tessa and Taika Tessa. are going to be in the new Avengers movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was like, first of all, that does not look like any, like, that looks so yeah, real. I know. That oh. looks like oh, what I, I feel <laughs> like is really happening in Hollywood, Hollywood literally all the time. And, yeah. but apparently the Marvel executives are pissed because that's also, like, so anti, like, the American propaganda bullshit that the Marvel movies are yeah. spewing. They don't want to embrace polyamorous, no. sexually fluid uh, love. That's def- They're like, um, Tessa, that's not really on our fucking agenda. That's not the Okay, brand. we're telling Captain America and American exceptionalism. Can you get on board with that, Tessa? Can you please? Please. That's why we casted you as a racially ambiguous superhero who's possibly queer. Tessa, aren't you just happy to be here? Yeah. So but they freaked out. We loved it. We loved it. I want more. I want, I want s- more photos. I want to know what the text chain's like. Yeah. They're probably like, ugh, what a blast. But, di- okay, so Rita and Taki are dating are actually a dating. couple yeah okay so yeah. like them like tessa- they invited a third mm-hmm. because it, when tessa thompson wow so like, that guy's dating you? rita aura that's cool for her very cool that's like something her. i've been waiting for her to kind of pull she's for a long so time. happy mm-hmm. because this girl's been trying to get on for years now yeah she's always dated like kind of like she dated calvin harris she was dating jude law's son who's like 15 years her junior honestly yeah or something like that it happens it does and you know what good for her good for her yeah younger man um who else has she been linked with i don't know but like this is someone with kind of like a hodgepodge of like random men yeah but this is someone she's who actually has Hollywood power and like and I think maybe that could be like help a her great out. look for her yeah. and help her and elevate. The, or, well, I was thinking more they could this relationship if it's successful could mm-hmm. kind of usher her into early pop like what we what do you, what would we say like C list pop stardom retirement and she could kind of like now kind of pivot a la Blake Lively and maybe just like be Rita Ora and stop like uh, having to pretend like she has to do has things singing, like songs music and stuff. Career. Yeah. Yeah. We could stop pretending to like, but there were a couple bops. She's not like a total, but definitely she could just kind bops. of like be Rita, which is what she really wants to do. Yes, that is very true. But unfortunately for her, Mm. I don't think she's going to marry this man and get as lucky as Blake Lively did. Mm. They're going to have fun for maybe six more months. Okay. It'll be a blast. I hope we get some more pictures. I don't think she should put all her eggs in his basket. That would be great for her if this did work out like Blake Lively. Yeah. Blake Lively hit the gold mine. Yeah. Maybe we can send like thoughts and prayers her way. Yeah. Definitely thoughts and prayers her way. Because it could also, like, I know we're going to get into her later, but it could also be kind of, like, 
I mean, he's not as famous as a John Legend. I know we're going to talk about Chrissy Teigen later, right. but oh, it could yeah, also totally. like, you know, when you marry someone with more money, it elevates mm. like the money behind your celebrity. Exactly. So it's just like thoughts, Rita. That's just, that's just a freebie. If I were you, Rita, like, let's just, yeah, keep planting your seeds there. If not him, then like, Pay attention at the Avengers premiere. That's all I'm gonna say. Just like See pay how Chris attention. Evans is feeling. Is he single? Oh, okay. Greta Ora is not gonna lock down Chris Evans. I mean, no one's gonna might. lock down Chris Evans. I feel like he's waiting for just a, a nice gal to come in and just swoop that up. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Well, One guy know. who utilized his Hollywood position to up his status in a marital relationship. John Krasinski. Oh, my God. Who has famously made being Emily Blunt's husband part of his brand, as he should. It's good to see men doing it, too. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, no. I honestly think it's a viable career option for everyone. Yeah, of course. Marry up. Yeah. like you're trying to do. You're in the party. You're not going to be here for long. No. Let's see how we can pivot this. Yeah. And so I feel like John Krasinski has had this, like, this arc where everyone, you know, people love The Office. They love yeah. Jim. And he was synonymous with being literally Jim. Literally Jim. This kind of. Yeah. And then he had The Quiet Place. And everyone was like, oh, my God, surprise. He has, like, more than one trick. And you know what? Now I feel like he's a little bit worn out his welcome. Well, and he's, like, taking the shtick, like, a little too the far. The shtick is going too far, and he's also, like, I mean, yeah, every interview he talks about Emily Blunt. Well, also, don't you think kind of being, like, in those Tom Clancy, whatever yeah, they are, that kind of also kind of altered his image, like, a little bit more? Yeah, when he got buff. Mm-hmm. When he got buff, he got cocky, yeah. a la Chris Pratt. Very similar Oh, my God, arcs. they're so Very similar. similar. And I feel like now... Like, people loved the, like, funny, kind of flubby, mm-hmm. average Joe Soft guy. guy gets hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now that, it, like, now they're both, like, these polished movie stars yeah. with, like, these six-pack abs. And he, and it's just, like, oh, like for me, he's getting, like, a little cheesy and, like. Very. Ju- like, the outfits he's been wearing at the Quiet Place Part 2 premieres. Yeah. It's, like, he's wearing you know, um, slacks that come above his ankle with loafers and no socks. Like he's some Parisian, (laughs) I don't know what. Put some socks on. This is America. And then like these like flowery button downs. Mm, And his hair is like so His hair, oh my God, so quaff. So much grease in his hair. And he's just like, he's like, you know, shooting like, you know, fingers. He's like, he's very much like this... Holly, he's, he's more super Hollywood I think it now. just took us as surprise because we didn't know that he wanted to be a part of the club so bad. Yeah, you know, did. and that's our fault for like not being able to separate um, entertainment from reality. I'll, right. I'll take that. Sure. I'll say that. that was kind of maybe crazy, but it's just like, yeah, when he married Emily Blunt and started getting kind of like these actiony roles and wanting to pivot to this like mm-hmm. leading man, it was just like, oh my God, you're so annoying. Yeah. And like that little like talk show thing he did at the beginning of the pandemic that he, it, w- it was like good news only mm-hmm. and he was like 
just doing it on like YouTube or well, something. Well, that's solely because I mean. Emily Blunt's not gonna keep him in house if he doesn't step up to the plate. Yeah, but then he sold it. He for sold like it a bajillion. Yeah, dollars. that's what I'm saying. And then where he is has it? to do that. Where is it though? Who cares? The check cleared. The, check the pandemic cleared. hit. All his jobs that he had lined up got canceled. Yeah. And Emily said, "Absolutely not. You're Absol- not gonna sit around this house. No, no. Sure. I've got lunch with Meryl. So if you don't Mary figure Palmer's something out, still happening. And he figured it out. He did." And you know, okay. And he like sold it for like $20 million to CBS. They're probably not even going to do anything with it. No, they're not. Who cares? Because no one actually wants it. No. But he's not hurting anyone. He's just annoying. annoying. We'll let him live. I'll watch A Quiet Place. Isn't it going to be on HBO Max? A Quiet Place Part 2? I don't think so. It's out right now. It's actually beating um, Cruella in the uh, Oh. So it's probably like a situation where I could like rent it for like $19.99. But like, I don't know if you can rent it right now. Oh. I mean, I could be wrong. Bring me to theaters. The quiet. It's bringing people to theaters. Mm. I'll definitely watch it. Yeah, I. Yeah, I think I would watch it too. I won't go to theaters, but definitely it'll probably be on streaming sooner rather than for sure. Like I've noticed that like so many like movies that like I've rented for like full price. It's like on HBO Max like two weeks later. Yeah, yeah. But no, people are going to theaters for that. Well, good for. Good for John. Good, Good for, for John. Emily. Good for their family. It's expected by Emily, so right. yeah, it needs. We to love happen. Emily. Okay. Next up. Moving on. Chrissy Teigen. Oh my lord! Talk about someone canceled? else who's worn out their welcome. Should she be canceled? She's definitely going through a career dip right now. Let's get into it. A couple weeks ago, a Daily Beast article was published featuring Courtney Stodden, yep. who became famous uh, in 2011 because mm-hmm. she married some like random actor who was like in the Green Mile. He was like an other a random... washed up old actor. Yeah, like he yeah. he definitely isn't like six, a successful actor. No. but he. I think got, he's big in like the 80s, maybe. Yeah, but like and he got a lot of news because in 2011, when he was 51, he married Courtney Stodden when she, she was, was 16. 16. Uh, they, they, they. Oh, their pronouns me. are they and them. Thank you. Okay, yeah. excuse me. He married they when they were 16. Yeah. Um, the way it was presented in the media at the time was very much that they, Courtney Stodden, were the butt, butt of this weird joke. Yep. Which. At the time, went pretty much unchecked. Oh, yeah. Um, so it was very much like, for some weird reason, a 51-year-old man uh-huh. is marrying a 16-year-old individual, mm-hmm. and somehow the, the child is the problem in the situation. Yeah. And just like, yeah, like that's a whole other issue, but just like right. being reminded of that media terrible. circus and the way it was presented, it was just like so crazy. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad that they're getting a chance to be given a platform mm-hmm. and that they were given this interview and they spoke on this time in their life and how crazy it was. And they said that uh, their marriage with mm-hmm. um, what is his name? I literally cannot remember it. I think it's like Doug. Yeah, something. Doug Hutchinson. Doug Hutchinson was really emotionally and mentally abusive. Mm -hmm. Shocker. Right. So it's like all this time when they're getting all this toxic public attention, their marriage is actually also toxic as well. 
and they were very depressed and suicidal. And one of the things that didn't help in this situation was that they said that Chrissy Teigen would actively bully them mm-hmm. via Twitter. And, you know, Same you crazy, hear, crazy. Yeah, it's actually, I would say it's a little bit more than bullying. Um, yeah. Chrissy Teigen, uh, Courtney says, would DM her directly and tell her to kill herself, mm-hmm. that she can't wait for her to kill herself. At this time, Chrissy Teigen is 26. I don't know if that even matters because that's a full-blown adult woman. totally too um, old to be doing and courtney shit like that. is a child at this point and she was with john at that time mm-hmm. like she was she was fully on john's yeah. girlfriend i think they got married like the following year yeah 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 but she had very much chrissy uh was very much now in the public mm-hmm. as john's girlfriend so yeah. her her status had seen some bumps at this time. And this mm. is kind of how she chose to use her platform. Yeah. And like there are tweets where Christy would say like, she can't wait for Courtney Sutton to take a dirt nap forever. Yeah. And just like really crazy things like this. And so, which I honestly yeah. is like kind of ironic because Chrissy talks a lot about the trolls that come after her. Yep. And she's constantly talking mm-hmm. about that one. It's like, and I and I know she certainly does have trolls and certainly incels yeah. who come after her. Yeah. And she always threatens to like leave Twitter. She leaves and she comes back. Yeah. When really like, you know, she could turn her like replies off and like not get that stuff. I don't think that stuff is like it's her fault, but it's like. No, but I get what you're saying. She complains about it, but it is in her control to like. Put a, right, because I see people with like a fraction of her followers yes. who did that on their tweets all the time. Yeah, and that does not, and totally like you said, excuse the people who say those monstrous things. To yeah, her, like, that she deserves that in her inbox either. No, but it's like, it's also you have to acknowledge when Twitter gives their users the the power to actually kind of shut those off. Like right. literally, you can shut your comments yeah. off. Yeah. So why not take advantage of that? At yeah. least that. But she likes to complain. But she, yeah, it kind of is a part of her brand to yes. kind of fire back at her trolls. So it's kind of like the answer why she doesn't turn them off is right. because. And, and like, like she gets to play this like victim yeah. uh, card. And she also, it's early on, we get like praise for clapping yes, back. Yes, like she would. People were very like supporting her. Yeah. And like when that started, and that's like always like, and that's literally it. Like you either die young or you live long enough to become the villain because yep. Chrissy was very much the hero in her story. You know, she was portrayed as John Legend's like playful, quirky, funny, mm -hmm, to this kind of more serious like musician. And their contrast was kind of part of what made them an interesting couple and and ultimately a brand. Yeah. So at the news of Courtney Sutton sharing this information, Mm -hmm. a lot, there was a really big reaction. Yeah. And not only just on social media, but also by brand sponsors of Chrissy Teigen. Mm-hmm. Chrissy Teigen had who started off as a model has kind of parlayed her uh notoriety as John Legend's wife into a really really successful company. Yeah. She has cookbooks and a whole cooking line oh, and with lo- Target. tons of endorsement deals. Like yeah. it, it was just honestly for a while I literally was like okay, I think we've th- that's enough. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like we've let this train Leave the station. Like, not like that interesting. It's like we're overcorrecting over here. But because of this, now a lot of those deals are halted. Um, 
a deal with Macy's was halted. A deal with, I believe, Saks that was almost completed got next. Yeah. So, and, and then her mother, who also uh, is a lot of time featured on her social uh-huh. media, was about to release some sort of like line or cookbook that's getting halted as well. Oh, really? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know Her that. mom, Pepper. That's, okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm a little surprised. She did apologize. Yes. But she apologized publicly on Twitter and Courtney Stodham said that they that that Chrissy didn't reach out to her personally. Sorry to them personally. And so it makes the apology look a little hollow and like it's for sure only for show. that It's not. Um, You're not really coming to the person that you actually apologize. Yeah, because like. I think that, like, I don't know. Like, I know that it kind of gets to a point with, like, all these new outbreaks of canceling someone. Kind of starts to feel like we're playing whack-a-mole. Totally. And it's, like, is, like, and I'm not going to use the term canceling because I think it's, like, that is really egregious behavior. Like, I mean, mean, ultimately, you could, she's sending someone death Death threats. I mean, that's. Who's already, who's already suicidal. It's just, just like, and why? And Chrissy Teigen herself was not like 17, 18. No, I mean, she was 26. That's, like. in a, that's far too old to be. I mean, that behavior is, I don't think any ever at any age is understandable, honestly. Like, what about you? What is going on in your life that you want someone else? Like, like you're wishing. And you could also like say like 10 years passed before. Courtney ever brought this up mm-hmm. and like Chrissy never took it upon herself to think like about that and think I need to make this amends because right. then that would be a very different story if Courtney if, was like you know what one of the things that really messed me up was Chrissy Teigen yeah she would do this blah 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 but then you know five years later she like reached out to me well I don't even think Courtney would have brought it up if or that Chrissy had act had yeah, apologized like, five years like ago, I, ha- I can't ignore the fact that there was ample time for yeah, Chrissy to come exactly. to that conclusion herself. It's one thing to do it; mm-hmm. it's another that you didn't kind of come to that conclusion. Like, I wonder if there's any way I can make that right. Like exactly. now that I, whatever change in your life, if for everyone it's different. It can be a new job, ha- children, or whatever. But she's had milestones in her life that could be like, wow, I kind of feel like I, I don't know. Is that kind of crazy to think that? People I don't think so. I think that's a really that behavior is really, really, really terrible. And yeah. to make so, to make a sixteen year old or she was sixteen, they were sixteen, right? Mm-hmm. To make a, a sixteen year old when you are a, an adult feel that way. Mm-hmm. No. Like what was that doing? What for was you? that doing for you? I, it, yeah. Multiple times, like yeah. get a life. Like, yeah. why are you so concerned with this person? Yeah. Who's not doing anything to you yeah, and whose existence doesn't affect you at all. It's just so weird. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. And I think it obviously is making people look at her in a different light. Um, yeah. And it's like, for me, it's not so much about whether or not we need to cr- cancel Chrissy Teigen. Right. And that's why cancel culture is not real because she's going to be fine. Ultimately, she, ultimately she's going to be fine. Um, but I just, for me, I can't see the negative and society kind of read, kind of choosing to not 
promote people who have been shown to do kind of like, why is that bad if Chrissy Teigen loses her deal? Like, why is that like, you know, why is that making you pull their hair out? I guess it's like whether or not Chrissy Teigen gets canceled or not, I don't care, but I'm certainly not going to lose sleep over her losing. All she's losing is a deal. Right. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I ultimately feel like it comes down to people being um, worried about their own behavior. And I feel like everyone now has this like fear of like, okay, well, what happens when they come from me? What did I do 10 years ago? Mm -hmm. Like something I'm not even thinking about that. Like someone could just dig up on the internet or someone could just speak about 10 years later. Yeah. But like, shouldn't it kind of like make us all take a second look at our own behavior and maybe like, I mean, if for whatever reason you were thinking about sending death threats to a 16 year old, maybe, I mean, you should stop for a lot of reasons, but if one of them is just that you don't want to be publicly shamed, that is also a good, maybe a good reason. Like, yeah, it might not be the most virtuous, but I think it's a start. Yeah. And it's like, also people are always like, Oh, it's 10 years ago, 10 years ago or X amount of years ago. And it's like, so we just, time passes and we never have to answer for our own behavior, like take responsibility for our own behavior. Someone is saying that like you hurt them. What does it matter that, and an amount of time has passed. And to that degree, too, it seems like it's always like it was 10 years ago. I was 26, which is why I had to, like, say out loud and confirm that that's a full blown adult because you never hear. Well, the victim of that situation was only 16. 16 right. So how? what about them? them? You know, and that's why I think these conversations mm-hmm. are good because I think it's changing the vantage point of who we're concerned about in a situation when someone is wrong and what it kind of says about us as a society that we always are. The narration usually comes from the abuser. Yeah. And it's cause like we're kind of built to protect that. Right. Even in the most mildest of transgressions. Uh-huh. And like, I think that if we can switch, switch the vantage point to the victim Mm -hmm. that's a really good step for a more empathetic society amen i mean inevitable inevitable right okay so let's move on yeah um it's i will try and tell the story as condensed as possible please i'm just i just saw the headlines but i need to know everything else okay what's going on speaking of the office oh my god this is an office episode yeah this is an office centric episode okay well ellie kemper if you don't know that name that's not that crazy but she's aaron from the office and she's the unbreakable kimmy schmidt never seen an episode but it's v popular Yeah. yeah i've seen it it's fine um so She's getting in the news and it's so So random because people are saying that she has strong connections to a really racist organization in her hometown of St. Louis, which is like honestly just a bizarre and chaotic headline. So it's like you really kind of like have to break it down. Yeah. And it literally did start from social media. People were tweeting pictures of the debutante ball thrown by this uh, secret society that I'll tell you about in a second. And they just happened to see in the photo that Ellie Kemper was in one of them. They were tweeting them because they said it looked like a true detective scene. 
because uh-huh. the society is kind of weird. And Ellie Kemper was just like in one of the pictures. Okay. And people were like, Whoa. oh, wait, that's the Veiled Prophet organization. Yeah. That's really weird that she's at their annual debutante ball. Oh, wait, even weirder, she actually won the Queen of Love and Beauty, which is like the little like pageant yeah. like, thing that they do. So unbeknownst to a lot of people, Ellie Camper comes from a really rich, powerful family in St. Louis, and they belong to this group called the Veiled Prophet Organization. Yep. That started in 1878 as a reaction to uh, a railroad worker, a railroad worker strike the previous year that was organized primarily by black labor workers, but Mm -hmm. it was gaining a lot of traction and getting really successful because they were uniting workers across racial lines, meaning that previously kind of poor white workers Mm -hmm. who would take what little power they could get from looking down on black people were actually uniting with them and they were getting somewhere against the people that were exploiting them. Who are white. Um, Yeah. Who are these really rich white powerful men and the strike was like all across the u.s but then it came to st louis and it was like gaining like a lot of traction and power and they couldn't have that so five thousand federal police got together with three thousand uh st louis police which were primarily made up of militia aka just random white men um, who wanted to crack some skulls and they quashed the revolt Wow. And then the following year, that's when the Veiled Prophet organization came to be. Born out of the... Born out of these rich white men in St. Louis. Wow. Be like, we need to get together. We need to make a society and make mm-hmm. sure that that never happens again. Okay. Because that's bad for us. Oh, my God. And it's called the Veiled... The Veiled Prophet organization. That name alone is so creepy. Mm-hmm. That does sound like some true detective stuff. Yeah. Okay. Continue, please. So then they... Uh, started and got together and now a lot of people are shocked by her connection to this because of this kind of elitist connection that it has right and then people start jumping to the fact that it has clan connections now in my research i couldn't find any connection between the veiled prophet organization and the ku klux klan okay okay. um they is some similar imagery of like men in white robes Mm -hmm. um that the bail profit organization was using in the late 1800s, but the Klan didn't start until the 1915. So you can't really say they got it from the Klan. Gotcha. There might be a connection, but it's not like maybe later. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like set in stone. Yeah. But for the first hundred years of their organization, they didn't let black people in. Okay. <laughs> cool. Okay. And like only let Jews, uh, joined like a couple decades ago oh wow Uh uh-huh so it's like i mean i don't know who what black person or jewish person would want to join at that point but it's a little yikes yikes and i just want to make sure if i've gotten like the most like racist part of it i think that's like pretty much it Another side note is that yeah. in 1987, its members lobbered the St. Louis Police Department to block the bridge that connected East St. Louis to the town. East St. Louis is a uh, predominantly black community, wow. and they wanted them to cut off the connection between that town and St. Louis during their Veiled Prophet organization because they didn't want them coming to their parade. And it's because they said, in quote, that they were going to rob and mug them. Oh my god. So wow. Yeah, so it's not great. 
Um, but they hold an annual debutante ball, and Ellie Kemper was crowned the queen of it in 1999. So when she was 19, right? Yeah, she was 19. So it's just kind of, well, I do have to say, I did also see that this is not the first time it has been brought to people's attention. It actually has been in her. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's actually been in her Wikipedia page, and I think she had, for, for a minute now, probably ever since she got semi-famous, and I think she has talked about it maybe in early interviews so do you know what she said about it i don't um but i guess that like so so, but it was trending on twitter obviously Mm -hmm. a few days ago do you want to know a fun fact about the debutante ball yes okay so the whole thing about the debutante ball is that the girls come out and there's one veiled prophet and it's a different member every year okay like one the men members i think only like the men are really the members and like maybe yeah. their families can like do subsequent family activities i'm yeah. not sure how uh, yeah. secret societies work right um i'm not but, sure how secret societies with deep roots to racist organizations work but, yeah i've yeah. never had the pleasure yeah but every year there's a and he's like one of the men in the organization okay. and literally veiled yes. and so it's very kind of like the spooky vibe of it uh-huh. at these debutante balls and then the girls are like presented to him and he like picks a queen of Ew. love and beauty Ew. um and I- i'm assuming that like the man is older and like i mean she was 19 when she was picked so like the girls are young well, correct so but the men are never bride. revealed but oh. there has been two revelations in the organization's organization's entire history yeah um do you want to take like a guess of like which like jog job occupation um, um those men come from that have been revealed the two that have been police. revealed one one policeman and a a polit- pol- uh, politician uh not quite one was a policeman and then most recently in 1972 a vp of montesano was revealed to be a member of the Veil Prophet Society. Okay, what is the VP of Montesanto? You know what Montesanto is. It's that, like, huge, like, food corporation that owns, like, every food company, like, ever. I Okay, I'm not familiar. Yeah, they're, like, but a so big, like, I don't know, Google Montesanto. Like, okay. we should all know who Montesanto we is. They all. give us, like, really crappy, like, bad chemically food. Oh, That's, like, okay, okay, okay. the Cliff Notes version. Oh, ew. Like, Go to your local Wikipedia app. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My local Wikipedia app. So those are kind of like the type of members. Very. Uh-huh. Very mm-hmm. wealthy, connected, powerful. So now that you know kind of like the background organization that you didn't know before, what do you think about kind of the backlash that she's getting? I mean, it's certainly weird. You know, I am mistaken. She hasn't talked about, I think, this debutante thing. She's talked about just be coming from a very wealthy family um in yeah. st louis she hasn't um, talked about this yeah uh it's certainly weird she's not gonna talk about it actually she's not gonna make a statement people i think have already forgotten i mean this podcast will, will remind so many people yeah but um i it's weird it's just like it kind of like makes you want to like raise an eyebrow and like you do kind of want to like look more into like where she came from. Like, you know, the combination of this like ultra powerful, wealthy St. Louis family, this debutante ball tied to racist, racist roots. Um, it's just weird. I don't but think like, it's for me. It's just like 
the Chrissy Teigen thing. It's just playing whack-a-mole. Like, okay. Right. So what you ultimately, if we strip back this headline, is that what you revealed is there? there is a racist white rich woman in America. <laughs> yeah. Like, we know. Yeah. There's millions of them. Yeah. Like, canceling LA Camper, like, again, similar to Chrissy Teigen, whether she acts or not, I could care less. I Yeah literally could care less yeah. and if she isn't giving any more acting roles i don't think that's necessarily bad if she is giving more acting roles i don't think that's necessarily bad either yeah because mel gibson's still acting right no one's losing sleep over that good point so good I, don't, point. I don't know what the right answer is but i think what kind of could be like a better takeaway from this instead of like trying to ruin this woman's like career which will really have no significance over yeah. like the lives of like black and brown people as a whole yeah why don't we like start looking into like who's really running our country right and, like how power is harnessed yeah har- har- harnessed harnessed thank you harnessed to, and how it's used to keep power out of certain people right like this could be like a subsequent a, a supplemental reading yeah. to like how everyone's blocking voting rights right now like right. these are kind of the people who probably do things like that right. so like Good. let's sure let's learn more about them but at the end of the day at the end of the day ellie kemper is not my enemy definitely not. but and maybe when we're crossing down the streets we are i don't <laughs> know and you're right this these kinds of stories really do distract people from the bigger picture and accomplishing actual goals of dismantling um systems of oppression you're right it's a it's like i'm just saying okay it's a little weird that she was a part of this like super weird they they have seemed to quote-unquote distance themselves from that racist history well the thing is if what we're debating if whether or not ellie kemper is racist or not yeah newsflash she is is, okay people are people raised in households whose parents don't put them in little mini kkk pageants have fucked up views on race so i'm sure i don't want to hear a ted talk on ellie kemper about race in america but you're right it's like let's look closer into this organization the people in it and their ties to real power Mm -hmm. yeah politicians police officers Mm -hmm. And CEOs, CEOs yeah. and what they're affecting. Yeah. But they want to keep you distracted with like, oh my God, the girl from the office was... Is racist. Yeah. Or was an, in a 19... Was 19 in a weird pageant. Right. Like, like sure, that's interesting. And I'm not saying that shouldn't be reported. Right. I'm just saying like, I think like it's indicative of who we are as a society from like where we go from this story. Yeah. Like, and ultimately, has- we're probably not going to go anywhere. Right. Sure, sure, sure. Yep and per usual yeah because we're always like that's the thing is like we're always just distracted by the shiny thing and we're always just like reacting yeah and playing whack-a-mole and thinking that like canceling quote-unquote canceling anybody does real change and i'm not saying like yes they're to an extreme part like i certainly don't want to see want woody allen or someone like that being 100%. continuing to make movies and being in power yeah. but well because i think as we said before because we draw the line at criminality exactly as does the rest of society that's why it's like so yeah, weird but people don't do that yeah. anymore on the internet at least right. they like lump everything, everything together yeah and then there's no like actual critical thinking on like what is act- like what's actually happening here right you're right like is she Woody Allen or like what is she just 
your average racist. Like, uh, y'all watch The Office, right? right? I think everyone on set's racist. No one's going to stop watching The Office. Right. You like, know? The it's Office like, has legit racist I mean, jokes and episodes. Like She's so tied like, to Tina Fey, who's done that's what I'm saying. jokes. I've, from what I've heard about The Adventures of Kimmy Schmidt and why I've stayed away from it is because I've heard it's hella yeah, racist. There is. So yeah. it's like, yeah, walks like a duck, quacks like a duck. Sure. Kind of already knew that. Or they smoke their spine. All we're doing is confirming this. But like, yeah, it is a little interesting, this secret society aspect, obviously. Yeah. But let's, let's look into the let's other secret societies what's that actually do like, exist. Can we recognize how our society and country is run now? Yeah. Yeah. No, very good point. But you're right. It's I don't even think anyone cares anymore. No, I don't yeah. think they do. And she's probably she, this probably didn't honestly didn't even reach her. Like maybe <laughs> I, mean, I think it probably I mean, did. Whether or not she cares that much. I don't know. Yeah. She probably didn't care. She's like, yeah, it's been on my Wikipedia page. You could have looked like. Yeah. And honestly, if this story came out, like, let's say that this was an actress in the 90s, it probably would have been a bigger story. But the thing is, as many takedowns as they're getting, because it's a shorter news cycle, I think publicists say to their clients so much more now. Just just, ride it out. Just ride this out. This will be. I mean, it's not like a month cycle anymore. Like, yeah. She hasn't even been doing anything. So it's like, exactly. That's right. If she has anything in the can, it'll it'll definitely still come out. And, and she's never happen. like a leading woman anyway. Right. So it's like all she well, has to for do. Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, yeah. But I kind of mean more. Yeah. No, yeah. no, you're right. Yeah. But I, I do think to both of these things, like I think Corsi Teakin's going to write it out. Um, I think people may be underestimating how powerful John Legend is actually in, in Hollywood. Yeah. She's going to write it out. She's going to. And even though she might not be liked in Hollywood, I think he very, very much is. Yeah, he really is. They're both going to write it out and be fine, which is why kind of going back again, like micro cancel culture doesn't make real positive change. Right. You know, on this for this kind of scale. Right. You know, yeah, there are people certainly in power that that's just like, yeah, that's not canceling someone. Yeah. If someone has done a, a criminal act, they just they should probably be in jail. Right. Which would then make them unable to make movies. Yeah. And make music and things of that nature. So it's kind of like a cab defund the police, but also like maybe they could arrest a few people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Jolly it's Bean? like abolish prisons, but like except for rich white people. Yeah. Because yeah. I think if we're going to balance this out, we've, we've got to tip like, the scale yeah, somewhere. Some yeah. But. Okay. I don't know. Did we overthink that? But I don't think so. I think no, we, we thought didn't. it just enough. Just right. We're like Goldilocks. Exactly. In that way. All right, thanks for listening to another episode of We Might Be Overthinking This But. I'm your host, Aaliyah. And I'm your other host, Dara. Free Britney! Oh.